Good morning, Bow Believers. Welcome to another episode of the Dare Bow Believer podcast. I am your host, Shelby, and today, as I do every single Monday, I am here pouring up a big bowl cup of Christ. So grab your Bible and a hot cup of coffee or tea, whatever suits your fancy, and let's chat. So like I do every single Monday, of course, we are here to share the word of God. And today we are talking about having peace amidst the storm. Hey, Bo Believer Besties, it's your girl Shelby, and I am back with a new series. This August, every single Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to be pouring you up a big bowl cup of Christ, and we are going to be talking all about waiting patiently and you do not want to miss any of the videos in this series if you have not already make sure you hit that subscribe button now whenever i think about peace in a storm i always think about the um part in matthews where jesus is sleeping on the boat and it says he was laying on a pillow so he was good and comfortable right um and you know the disciples are are freaking out because he's like we're they're they're like we're about to drown like jesus come save us don't you care um and it's particularly it is Matthew and it's chapter 8 verse 23 to 27 and although it does not say peace in this verse it says Jesus calms the storm verse 26 it says and he said to them why are you afraid O you of little faith then he rose and rebuked the wind in the sea and there was a great calm and you know for me okay this thing keeps coming to me and i'm gonna just say it because it's just not gonna stop coming to me thank you holy spirit until i say it um jesus is one of the things that i feel like it has stood out to me it's st- it stuck with me lately and i don't know i don't know if i heard somebody say this i really don't know i just know it's just been in my head and it just keeps ringing i feel like one of the many teachings lessons that Jesus repeatedly shared was that he was giving and leaving us peace and as a part of that he never said that didn't mean we would have tribulations but he did say that we could have peace amidst those storms amidst that tribulation amidst whatever it is and it's just amazing that throughout the Bible, um, specifically Mark, Matthew, John, and Luke, we see Jesus on this journey and he, he's like almost never upset throughout that book outside of when, um, they were defamed, like outside of when he came to the temple and seeing how they were disrespecting the temple, um, by selling like items in the temple. There are not many times where we look at Jesus's life and we see him as someone who is out of control or upset or angry um, or, you know, just what you would expect somebody to be who is literally on a journey to their death. Jesus instructs us to have peace in the storms, in our tribulation, and he is literally on a journey to his crucifixion and he knows it like he's on his way to die and he is calm he is at peace um like if the, if we ever needed an example and i mean that's literally all all jesus is is a living example of what we should be um if you ever need an example of 
of how to have peace in the midst of the storm, Jesus is it. You know, like he he is the the living example of how to have peace in the midst of the storm. And I guess my challenge to you today and myself as well is that when we're going through trials, when we're going through tribulations, when things don't look the way we want them to look, when we're frustrated, when we're aggravated, when we don't want to deal anymore, when we've just had enough and we want it to be done and over, is to remember that Jesus' circumstances, his life was more difficult than ours. And he was at perfect peace because he loved us so much that he was willing to go on the journey to what he knew would be his end on this earth, which was crucifixion. So if he could have peace on a journey that he knew was going to lead to a painful, shameful death, then we can have peace in our storms. We can have peace in our tribulations. There's no reason why we shouldn't be able to be at peace in what we're going through when we look at Christ's life and what he went through so that we could have a better life, so that we could have a relationship with God, so that the veil could be torn. What prompted me to share this today was I was struggling to have peace in in my circumstance. I was struggling to have peace in my right now. You know, I, I look I look towards the vision and the and the purpose that God has given me and I would get frustrated in my right now. And I was like, and Lord, I know this is not what you gave me. You know, I know that you did not give me the spirit of frustration or irritation, but you gave me a spirit of peace. So God help me to understand what it means to have peace because I don't want to walk in this thing constantly frustrated because I know that's what you, not what you have for me. But you said you gave me joy and to rejoice, to rejoice, to rejoice, to rejoice always, to constantly and continually pray, to constantly and continually be thankful. So I was just like, Lord, just then help me to understand what it means to have peace. So I looked at Philippians chapter four, verse six and seven. In particular, I looked at seven and I defined several of the words in this verse. The first thing that I defined was peace. And I'm gonna start off by reading this verse. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 to 7 do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus peace is the state of national tranquility security safety, prosperity, content with this earthly lot of whatsoever sort that is. Surpasses. Surpasses is to be better, higher, past, supreme, rise above, to stand out, to excel, guard, protect, to be wa- oh, sorry. Protect, to be a watcher in advance, to keep. So if we are going to truly understand this, this verse, I'm going to swap out the words that were originally in the ESV translations. I'm going to use the Strong's definition to go further and help you hopefully understand a little bit, bit, a little bit better what it means to have peace. And the security of God, which is better then all understanding will protect your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. 
in the prosperity of God, which is higher than all understanding, will keep you in your heart, in your mind, in Christ Jesus. And the ability to be content with your earthly lot that God has given you, which passes all understanding, will protect your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. For me, what I took away from this is be at peace with everything that God has given you. That means to be content, right? To be content with everything that God has given you. And although it does not make sense, right? Because it is higher. It is supreme. It is above our understanding. It's above us. So it might be hard for you to understand. But you need to know that God is protecting your heart. And he's protecting your mind through Jesus Christ. So like I said on another episode, Jesus is the goal. He is our source. He should be our focus. He is our savior. Right. So even it, and I was just listening to prayer before I got on here. So even if you don't get anything else, even if you never live out the goals, the purpose, the vision that God has given you, be content with what you have right now, because God has done plenty with what you have right now. He's done plenty with who you are right now. I think back on my life and I just I know that God has been better than good to me. There are so many reasons I, I say this all the time I'm like I should not be here I should not be a believer <laughs> literally I was not raised in a household that was just filled with church that was just filled with the word of God I was not raised that way so like I want I should not be belie a believer <laughs> and believing saved my life literally saved my life to I shouldn't even be saying in my mind there's too many people connected to me generationally who are not sane and who were not sane in their mind. So it's just like, I, I should not be here. And then if I was going to be here, I shouldn't even be sane with all the stuff that I've been through. Life is not perfect for anybody. Life would not be life if it was perfect. Like, <laughs> let me literally, our lives is going to be filled with tribulations. That is just what life is. It's filled with tribulations. But we count it all joy. We count it all joy. We still rejoice and give God all the praise because he is still a good God no matter what we are going through. No matter what we've been through. No matter what we've seen. No matter what the world looks like. No matter what is going on in the government. No matter, no matter what is happening, God is a good God. And that in itself is enough for us to find peace, to be at peace with our lives. And one of the things is so funny because me and my husband, we always talk about, you know, just different things we see online or whatever. And, you know, just different things we hear. You, you know, that's what, just what you do when, when you're married. Y'all you, see stuff online. You see, you hear stuff about your family and you just share it with each other. That's just, that just becomes your norm, right? But anyways, we were talking about something we've seen online. And, you know, it, it's something that, you know, obviously you should be scared about, right? And, you know, I told him, I'm just like, I'm not worried about what nobody has to say about this being dangerous, that being dangerous. You know, this is going to cause my death. That's going to cause my death. I already shouldn't be here. 
I already shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here right now. So I'm not worried about what nobody has to say, what, what's dangerous, what's safe. What I'm not worried about that because the God I serve, I'm going to be here until my assignment is over. And when my assignment is over, I'm good. I'm ready to go. Like, I just want to do what he has for me to do. That's it. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't need the extras. You know, I don't, I don't have to have this super long life. I don't care about none of that. I just want to fill my, my assignment. And however long God sees fit for me to do so, I'm fine with that. I have peace in that. And I think in the super digital world, right? We love the internet. I love the internet. Clearly I'm on the internet. That's, the, that's how I share this word with y'all all the time. So clearly I, I, I am online just like you are. I'm on social media just like you are. I'm seeing all the things and sometimes reading all the things. I try not to though, right? Because you got to guard your mind and your heart. Um, you know, so I see the things I know. I understand. I, I, I get it. I get it. You know, like the world would, would love to have us to be fearful, to be worried about this one and that one, to be worried about this food, that food, to be worried about this country, that country, to be worried about this war, that war. But if if we trust God, if we know who God is, then our peace is in that. Our trust is in that. And our part as believers is to pray. Whatever concerns us, whatever worries us, whatever is burdening us, to pray about it and cast those burdens on Jesus Christ. Because he can carry it better than we can. So there's no need to be in a huff, to be stressed out, to be worried. We need to have peace. We need to have peace. That state of national tranquility. The security. We know we are safe. We know in the God we serve, we are safe. And there's nothing that can come that's gonna that's going to cause us to fall out of his will. His will is going to be done. His will is going to be done, whatever that will is for your life. So have peace in that. Rest in that. Trust in that. Have peace that transcends understanding. Thank you, Lord. Peace that transcends understanding. We don't have to understand how it's going to work together. We don't understand how God is going to weave it together for our goods. We don't have to understand. We don't need to understand. We know the God we serve. We trust the God we serve. We know that he is perfect in all his ways, that he is a just God. So we can have peace. We can have peace. We can have peace despite our tribulations. John chapter 16, verse 33. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulations, but take heart, I have overcome this world. If you're anything like me, you're wondering what does tribulation even mean? Oppression, affliction, distress, straits, trouble, persecution, burdens. So Jesus told us, he knew that we would have tribulations in this life. He knew that there would be times where life would be difficult, where things would be uncertain, where we would have circumstances that would look like we wouldn't make it through. But he, he's telling us that even in those circumstances, be at peace. Be at peace. And know that he is God. So despite your burdens is what Jesus is saying. Despite your burdens, you can have security in me. You can be content in me. 
because he has overcome this world. So to overcome this world, it means to conquer, to prevail, to get victory. So if nothing else, you can have peace in the fact that you know you serve a God who is a conqueror. That Jesus Christ has already conquered and overcome this world. He's already had victory in this world. And because you are co-heirs with Christ Jesus, you too are victorious. So you can rest in that peace. John chapter 14 verse 26 to 27. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you to remembrance all that I have said. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. So you can safely rest your mind on Jesus Christ. And you can know that he has given you a peace. A peace that not only surpasses all understanding. But a peace that is going to be with you and needs to be with you despite what tribulations you're going through. He has left you this peace because you need it. We need it. We need peace. I thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode. As always, I am going to close this out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the peace that you have left us with today. We pray that you would help our minds to be renewed by this word, Father God, today. That you would help our minds to be fixated and focused on Christ Jesus. For if he can make his trip to the crucifixion and he could be at peace, I can have peace in this life. We can have peace in this life no matter what we're going through, no matter what trials or tribulations may come, no matter how Satan may attack us, no matter how this world may look, no matter what may be happening in this world, our peace is in knowing that you are God. You are God of all gods. And we thank you, Father God. We thank you for all that you are, for all that you've done, for all that you will be, Father God. And our peace is in you, Father God. It's not of this world, but it's in you. And although it does not make any sense to be at peace in the midst of the storms and the trials and the tribulations and the burdens that we carry, Father God, we have peace because we know who you are. We know what you brought us through. We know what you will bring us through. We know who we serve, Father God, and we thank you for that peace. We thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you for Jesus Christ today. In Jesus' name we pray, Father God. Amen. I know y'all have heard the phrase of like, life is lifing. So I found myself saying that a handful of times and then I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not giving, I'm not giving Satan no credit. My God is still God. So instead of saying life is lifing, I say God is God. God is still God. It don't matter what I'm going through in this world. God is still God. It don't matter what the circumstances look like. It don't matter how the, the what the doctors say. It don't matter what the world say. It don't matter what the news say. My God is still God. That is the attitude that we have to have. I hope you 
enjoyed today's episode. I truly enjoyed talking to you. If you enjoyed it, make sure you leave us a like on YouTube and make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified when I post our next video on Monday. As always, you guys, be bold, be blessed. All right, y'all, before I forget, if you are watching this on YouTube and you prefer to write, write it out, listen to us in the car, don't forget that we are on all of the streaming networks. So you can find us on Apple. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google. You can find us on Amazon. So be sure to check us out on the podcast streaming services because we are there as well. All right. I thank you again, girlfriend, sister in Christ, so much for watching today's video. Um, if this has been a word of encouragement for you today, I pray that you will share this with a friend like for real for real share this with a friend you never know who is going through and lord knows we all need peace we all need to understand what it means to have peace so that we can fully walk in his word so that we can live it out all right i'm not gonna get into a whole nother verse so thank you so much for watching today be blessed be both bye